J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for telling a brother, a sister, a mother, a father, anyone you know about this great and wonderful podcast. And keep sending those emails. That's how it works. You send in your emails. My guests and I chew on the bone of the problem. And then we spit it back at you with some fire advice and perspective or just really we're talking out of our ass. So Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're listening right now, I'm on the road, baby. Come to a show. Bring the group chat. Assemble the group chat. Get the crew together. I got shows. We're working on new material. Um... The special's coming. I just saw it. It's edited. It's looking, it's looking uh, good. And uh, the, you know it, it, the, what goes into the special making process. Uh, I'll get into more uh, on this podcast, but it's it, it's great. I'm really excited about it and pumped to have you guys see it. So if you're out there and you want to come to a show, you want to see me do some. New material where, you know, it's a little clunky, but we're getting through it. Irvine, California. That's a good sales job, Jared. Uh, Irvine, California, uh, Indianapolis, Spokane, Oklahoma City. Then I'm coming to Europe, Dublin, Belfast, London, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Oslo, Nashville, Tennessee. So I'm all over this great planet of ours. JaredFree.com for tickets. JaredFree.com for tickets. So. Uh, that's what I've got going on. Send in your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We always need more, you know, the luxury lounge, we get plenty of emails. We get all the, because it's easy to have a problem. It's easy to just go, oh shit, this thing annoyed me. Let me tell Papa JT. We need more Train podcast emails, the lifestyle, the dating, the advice style emails. And we have some great ones here. So keep sending those in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Very excited about today's guest. A former um, contestant on The Bachelorette and then a cast member, I'm not, I think that's what you call it, of Bachelor in Paradise. Andrew yeah. Spencer, thank you for coming on. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me, man. Dude, I, I, I have to say, the reason we got in touch is there was a point you were – class act I, you're you're a lovable guy you you, right. you get that a lot uh i guess i just try to stay you know very humble and stay um respectful to every person that you meet you never know who you meet um so that's kind of how i just kind of approach everybody um that's kind of well don't you think um it's hard to be respectful and as well as like watchable on tv because you were great on bachelor in paradise and i when did i message you i messaged you it was on bachelor in paradise because you had a there was a scenario where you were kind of getting called out and i was like and and then i went and defended you yeah i think it was the uh it was the nc uh uh part that was kind of it was kind of tough but you know hey that's how. That's what happens on the show, man. You got. You know it's gonna come. You just got to be able to stay calm and collected. So, how everyone should go follow Andrew on Instagram at Andrew Z Spencer. Go follow. Um, I just. I. I was so impressed. Like you were. It just. I loved watching you on Bachelor in Paradise. I love watching you on The Bachelorette. What. Right. What has it been like after The Bachelorette? After what? What? What is life like now? Oh man, life. I mean, after the first round, life has just been insane. 
uh, you get like crazy amounts of opportunities. Uh, and then people just, they, they know you exactly. Like they went to high school with you. They, they, they stop you in the middle of the street. They stop you at dinner and they stop you pretty much anywhere. Um, so like, now you're just kind of just you just kind of expect knowing that people are going to come up and say something to you or sometimes so, you might even videotape from across the across right the, the the videotape from across the room is does that annoy you or do you get it i, I get it but i mean you know it's uh you know you just gotta always be on and it, you get exhausted that's why you see a lot of guys or a lot of people say they don't go out anymore um and i think it's due to that because you're just like all right well can't really have the good times you used to cut loose a little bit because, you know, you're always being watched. Um, you can't so sneak I, I have two questions about this. Have you ever thought you were being recognized and it wasn't someone recognizing you? Because that's the most embarrassing thing of all is when I'm because sure, you want to sure stay that. humble. I've had this happen because I'm, no, 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 I, I'm no, no, a nobody. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it's happened, uh, but like I, I can't like point to a, a certain moment. But I, I, I think everyone... I'm at the point where I, I I start looking at everybody like I have PTSD from the stuff, so I always expect someone's looking and knows who I am. So that is a weird. That's that's something that that goes to my head as well. Yeah. There is no bigger loser moment than when you because you forget yourself. You know yeah. who you are. You know that you're a nobody and nobody knows yeah. me. Why should anyone know me? And 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 but then you have, you know, your ego creeps in and you go, you have two sides of your brain. You have the brain, the side of your brain that goes, nobody knows me. I'm a loser. No one should know me. I was on a stupid TV show. I have a stupid podcast. No one knows anything about this. I'm 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 a speck on this universe. And then enough people tape you. Enough people like and it doesn't take a lot. It takes like four people to go Andrew, I loved you on the show. And then yeah. for, for then one person to go, Andrew, and you're like, ah, oh, here we go again. And they're like, your reservation, you know, you, you can sit at yeah. your table now, yeah. Mr. Spencer. We, you know, they don't know who the fuck you are. Yo, that and, uh, and then like, they'll be coming to talk to you and you're having a chat. And I'm like, all right, well, where's this going? It's like, and then something, you'll be like, do you want a photo? Is that, I don't know. And that's, oh, worse. That that's worse. worse a photo with you I was like oh I, I don't know where this is going <laughs> so it's like, no it, it it is that is much worse people do that to me it's the reversal they come up to you oh they reverse it they make you the fan of them they make yeah. you the loser so they'll go andrew oh my god i'm such a huge fan you go oh thank you and the conversation kind of like runs its yeah. course so you're it's, you're just it, looking it, to get them out of there and then they go exactly. and then you go well you and we know people want a picture so you go yeah do you want a picture? And they go with you. And you're like, Oh no, I, I, I don't, I just, this is usually what people want. I'm sorry. I yeah, Exactly. And then we look, we look so dumb. So I'm like, that's probably, that's way worse than right. You know, I think it's someone recognizes you. Right. Because then you've shown your ego to someone who recognized you already. Now they go to their friends yeah. and they're like, yeah, he yeah. really thinks he's something. He wanted a, a picture. <laughs> he thought I wanted a picture with him. Yeah, exactly. Well, what is it? So before we get to the emails, and I want to, uh, I'm excited to answer these emails. Are you? Let's ask because I and I don't. Sometimes I I let the I let the emails happen, and we figure out someone's relationship status as they answer the emails. But right. you went on a show to date, so that has to be acknowledged in every conversation. Are you dating anyone? What has dating been like? How is that going since being on the show? What's going on? So since the first time I was off, it was 
I was terrible at it because um, you just you can't trust anybody. You don't know who's who's who, and you don't want to end up on a TikTok. Uh, you can't do dating profiles unless it's obviously wow. right that you can't screenshot whatever. Um, so, are it's, you it's, really worried about that? Are you? Are you? Is yeah, that something that concerns I, you? Because, like, I, 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 I don't know. I just don't want that to be searchable. You know what I mean? Right. I, I just would rather not have my my first. Uh, all of this guy has no game. First of all, I have zero game, and so right. if someone puts that and posts that on there, I'd be kind of embarrassed. So, I mean, I, I would like to keep my like dating life kind of private. Of course, uh, they're not looking to do the same thing. So, well, it's, it's kind. Of- it's it, it's what you're saying. It's funny that you went on a reality TV show to date, and then you say, right. "I want to keep my dating life private." It is interesting that you, I, I guess, my interpretation is that is that you trust the producers of The Bachelor with yeah. with, with how you'd look uh, as a dater, as opposed to someone with a TikTok account, which that yeah. is kind of where we're at. And and I think we have a lot of female listeners, and I think. You know, listen, I'm not saying that garbage isn't out there, but on TikTok, you could come across it, it is very easy to take a mediocre date, make it sound horrific and then have a million people go, "Yeah, fuck Andrew Spencer." Exactly. And we're and, and and it is interesting cuz I'm aware of that and I think more and more uh men are becoming aware of that because Men can't go. I don't think you could go on TikTok, Andrew Spencer, and be like, and she came on the date not dressed right. And everyone would go, you're an asshole. You're not allowed to say, well, you know, like, but it, the other exactly. way around, it does work. It does work. Andrew Spencer wore, wore a T-shirt and sweatpants on our date. And you go, well, they're joggers and they're nicer joggers. No, no people go, oh, the, the, the bar is low. Men don't, you know, don't do anything. on this. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, It, it, it yeah. seems like an easier path towards following. Yeah, no, that and, you know, it's just it's just been difficult, man. Like, you don't know who who knows you from the show or they actually just like you for who you are. So like, right out of that, you run into a lot of problems with that. And so, you know, I've been going on a lot of dates now after Paradise. So after okay. Bachelor, uh, now it's really easy. Um, I, like it's gotten better. I just kind of just, you know, just kind of ignored it a little bit more. And I've went on a lot of dates, and you know, I've been talking to someone for like a little bit right now, and we'll see how it goes. So I'm talking to someone for a little bit right now. Sounds it's like all, it's all like a month and a half. Uh, okay, so. but that sounds like you are zoning in on. Let's see what this can be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that Not- you know it's. It ain't a relationship, but it ain't, you know, you don't want to get ahead. I, it's funny because, like, you know, guys are very cagey on how, and this goes back, you know, why a lot of women want to crush dudes on TikTok. I get it. Right. Guys get cagey. What are, are you seeing someone? Ah, there's someone that we're kind of seeing what we're going to do. And it's like, you know, but I understood that from you. I go, oh, I know yeah. exactly the zone, the period of time you're in. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it- like I'm not one to hide, and I, I like, and I was actually crazy. I was just talking to her about this. Um, I, I don't want to seem like I'm hiding her, and like that's like the never the goal with a girlfriend that I have. Or, but like I feel like nowadays, like girlfriend's a big word. It's it's gotten well, bigger. You know what I mean? The, any anyone can relate to this. Um, male, female, following, no following. Everyone has a, a following of some sort. Whether it's 200 people or 200,000, you put someone on social media as your quote unquote girlfriend. And then a month later, you, you that doesn't work out. 
you got to roll it back. You got to do some PR on your own, no matter how oh, big your following is. That's exactly right. what I'm saying, man. So You're, let's be sure. That's way best way, way better way than I could have put it. <laughs> that's exactly what I was. Andrew, you got to bring you got to bring me on your phone calls with your not girlfriend girlfriend, and I'll explain these things so that she doesn't get upset. Is she? Does she have a back uh, a following of some sort? Uh, can yeah. we tease? Uh, she has a pretty good following, uh, Instagram and TikTok. More so TikTok, but yeah. Uh huh. So are you from? Is it? Is it bad? I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away. I, I don't want to break any news on the J Train podcast. Is it in the Bachelor universe or reality TV universe or no? Have you gone no. away from that? Uh, I'm just like I'm. I'm away from it right now. Um, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but at this moment, like, I just need to just not because if you see two Bachelor people together, it's. It's like everyone just assumes. Yeah, everything. But like if you have someone else, it's just it's your lessens your 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 chances of uh, being recognized or kind of just being, you know, um, in the limelight a little bit. So, Andrew, one last question before we get to the email. You're moving to L.A. You mentioned what's the plan in L.A.? What 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 are we going to discover, find, do? And yeah. then is it, you mentioned opportunities. I want to get into that. Yeah. What's the weirdest opportunity that you've turned down? Ah, that I've turned down. Um, see, that's the thing, man. I, with me, like coming from where I come from, you don't turn down opportunities much. Well, uh, right. But is there? Do you ever get like an ad where they're like, "We want you on your Instagram"? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't remember those, but like I, I will turn a lot down. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, that's just not fitting with who I want to be as a person. Yeah, there's a lot. Of- um, but for the most part, opportunities, man. I just I got to uh, MC the Jonas Brothers concert for the national championship game, uh, and then also was on ESPN talking football with Rodney. Um, Love it. Out roses to what team would win at the national championship game on ESPN, which is crazy, and that's what I've always loved to do. Um, and then I just kept getting. I went did the thing for the premiere for the uh, Your Place or Mine. So just kind of doing red talk red red carpet stuff hosting um just being able to talk and be myself and obviously you can't do that in chicago man so you got to go out and and be in the room is what i call it to all the boys i'm like i got to get in the room and the only way you can do that is in la new york uh that's the only place you're going to be find yourself where some people are gonna you know uh put you in a spot where you can be where you want to be love it so i'm pumped for you i want everyone to go follow andrew at andrew z spencer on instagram go follow right now moving to la I yeah. love it. I, I I I go to L.A. every now and again. It is uh, a fun place. It's a wild place. People are insane. Look out yeah, for yeah. that L.A. No. That's my that's my I've, I've come up with this thing called the L.A. No, where people will say yes to you even as they're saying no to you. And yeah, <laughs> that is my my yeah. I, I love an L.A. No. So let's go uh, into the emails. You ready, Andrew? Let's do it, man. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com weight and dating dearest papa jt you ask and i deliver i saw a call to action for more jtrain questions so here i am my question slash dilemma is relatively simple in nature how much do guys really pay attention to a girl's weight when dating context i'm 25 and in the midst of the modern dating game i would say i'm average weight but i'm someone who has pretty stick thin friends so i feel larger compared to them but in comparison to the average population i guess i'm somewhere right in the middle i've put on 15 or so pounds in the last six months 
which has me feeling kind of uncomfortable in my clothes and probably looking a little uncomfortable in them too, LOL. And of potential correlation, my dating life is pretty stagnant. I find myself going on first dates every couple of weeks, and typically they don't wind up going very far. Maybe a second date, I haven't been on a third date in like six months. So my self-conscious ass is telling myself that's a huge factor in my lack of success, is my that a huge factor in my lack of success is my weight. I'm wondering how much guys really care about this. If I lose 15 pounds, will I magically find the love of my life because I look better? Or would I lose 15 pounds and find out that it was my shitty personality all along? Let a girl know. I like this email. I think it's a very relatable email. Yeah. Andrew Spencer, what, have you ever dealt with weight issues yourself? Uh, you're a very in shape oh, guy. You're yeah. tall. How tall are you, Andrew Spencer? Uh, I'm 6'1", maybe 6'2", um, on a good day. Good okay. shoes. Depends um, so on I, which I, heels you're wearing. I've, I, I've, you know, I've, I'm, I'm considered tall, but yeah. not really compared to my friends. So I might look small in front of because they're all like six four, six six. Like Greg, Greg's six three, man. He's, he's. It's so, it's so weird. He doesn't look like he's that tall. Well, but it's interesting. You, you're. It's all about perspective. This person said the yeah. same thing as you. You go. I'm considered tall, but when I'm with my yeah. friends. I don't feel tall. And like a lot of this is about feeling, you know, like uh, I I'm 15 pounds heavier. Well, heavier than what? When you were 15 pounds lighter, you probably felt had bad days, too, you know? And what I would say is like, you know, we've gotten to this era where we want every man to think you're attractive. All you need is one. You know what I mean? So I think uh, I get I get in the way of that where I've tried to be attractive to all women. You know what I mean? Right. it's not realistic you know sometimes well, you just one person that's gonna find you for you i think that's where we kind of get we kind of get messed up a little bit you bring up a great point i've said this this podcast has been around for now oh i think 10 years as crazy as that sounds right this this podcast was around before andrew was born and <laughs> I'm, I'm not that young man how young how old are you i'm 28 28 i'm turning 38 as when this is out, I'll be 38 years old. And oh, when I, 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 thank you. I started this um, and I would always say like, just what you're saying. I, I, you know, if you go, everyone is hot to someone. There's a butt for every seat. There's a yeah. shoe for every foot. But I would also say like, and this is a more disgusting way to put it. If you're a new listener, maybe you've never heard this, but I say, if you go on a porn website, the right side of the screen on a porno website is all hyperlinks to every type of woman. Exactly. And, and so, like, you know, like, I, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to make this disgusting, but, like, people don't fuck around with their money and don't fuck around with their porn. They do exactly what they want to do. So right. when they go to, when you see foot porn, you know, someone is out there. They had so many people searched foot that they had to make a hyperlink to get people to the feet faster. So you, right. So you 15 pounds above or below or wherever you are, or you being the, you know, amongst the friends of the stick thin friends, you're someone's (laughs) foot. You know, they, they look at the stick thin friends and they go, I don't want that. Get me to the, you know, the thicker woman thick has now become somewhat of a compliment, I guess. My dad right. called me thick once. I don't think that was a compliment. But I'm saying this, you know, you are someone's hyperlink. You are someone's foot. You are someone's searchable, you know, porn, as as, as crazy as that sounds. I would have you ever what she's asking. Do guys and, and it's funny because it's like, do guys really care about this? 
No. <laughs> you know, no. like I because when you go when you put it in, guys, does Andrew care about this? I don't know his taste. Does Jared? Right. I'll say this. I like an extra fifteen pounds rather than not an extra fifteen pounds. So for <laughs> me, that would be good. You know, so I, I, I and what you said, Andrew, is so perfect because it's like you're not gonna be every you're not gonna be for everyone. And no. and if you're for everyone, you're not really doing anything. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, and and here's the difference where I know a lot of my friends who like love the fit route, like those that's the what that's the fit route, like where they okay. have to like go in the gym or they would love to see them in the gym. Like that's not that's that's their taste. Like if that's not right. you, you don't need to be that. You know what I mean? Right. Like I feel like a lot of people want to be the copycat thing where. Uh, I want to be just like this person rather than just, you know, just being yourself, like I said, and not try to appeal every single person. I'll tell you a story. I think this is an interesting story that's somewhat relatable, and it's not me repeating things I've said on this podcast before. But so you also want to be considered hot by the person you're on a date with. Like that. So like and and let me just say if a guy go for a lot of men I don't go I would say this I won't go on a first date with someone I'm not attracted to. So Andrew, do you feel the same way? Yes. And I know it's different for a lot of women. A lot of women will go. I'll give him a chance. He checks a lot of boxes. I'm not (laughs) attracted. That is a foreign thing to to me, and it sounds like to Andrew as well. Yeah. The idea of like well, what was that? I wish I was better than that, but I right. I would, but that's just like, how we are. Blind. I think that would be. That's a tough show to do, man. That's a really tough show to do. Love is blind. You would hear how much of an asshole I am. You would. I'd be like, so you know, like <laughs> the, the questions would all be very like. Yeah. So give me uh, some more. You know, I, I I would get it. But I'm saying, I went on a date. And the person was, I was sitting there and they go, you look exactly like my friend's husband. And I'm like, cool. And like, when someone says you look like someone, I don't want to see it. I don't need to see it. I'll just live in my mind's eye. And I tried to like, be like, they go, you look just like my friend's husband. I go, oh, I'm sure they're gorgeous. Like I made a joke about it. And to like try and get us to the next subject, and they go, no, 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 you got, you look, you're like the same per, you're like, oh my god, you're like, this is like the same person, and they help, and they get their phone out, and I'm going in my mind, I'm going, no, 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 please, no, please, no, 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 like, and then I can't, I'm on a date, I can't freak out and be like, get it away from me, like I can't, like you know, like you know, shut my eyes and be like, I don't want to see, like I have to look at it. They put the phone up to my face, and it is like. It is someone I don't want to look like. I, I just say that it was it was just a person with thick eyebrows, and then yeah. everything else was just I, I I would be insulting to describe them because I want to separate from them. But maybe, yeah. but then but then I'm seeing how this person sees me, and I was like, I don't know if I can keep going on with this. Like I actually, right. and I got triggered. I I will say I I heard this and I go, I I don't I don't want to be on the date with someone who sees me as. You know, yeah. Yeah. you know, six hundred pound dude with thick eyebrows. Like I'm the the same. That's how you see me. Like I was like, le, you know, let me let me live in the delusion that you think I'm like that you're excited yeah. to be here with some hot guy. Like it, it was like an admission that she was like. It was almost an admission of like that she was on the date being like, well, he's he's funny, so I'll go on the date and 
he kind of looks like you know my my friend's ugly husband so I'll, yeah. i guess i'll deal with that he it was like i don't need to be hear that <laughs> that's what she did what's that he put you in the personality category because it felt like that a lot of women group men in different categories and how they're <laughs> how they would date them or who they are or what they attracted to so, it, so it, it this can it goes all ways so like your insecurities yeah. aren't going away you might be with someone that you go wow they make me feel really good and you don't know how they do it and then you go out with someone that you're like oh this is cool i'm attracted to them and then they show you the picture of who they think you look like and you're like okay i can't speak to this person ever again. I have to, I can't right. be around someone who thinks I'm in that phylum of, of human. Right. No, I hear you. I mean, comparison is a thief of joy. So I think a lot of that happens. <laughs> I mean, she, she stole my joy. This show is sponsored by better help. When you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. Therapy can get you to that place. I love what BetterHelp does. It is a very easy way to put your toe into the water of therapy and for a lot of us we don't know where to go you're you're googling therapy you hear about mental health and how it's important but you don't know what to do BetterHelp has a great site that is built to kind of hold your hand through the process especially for beginners BetterHelp is the therapy option that is convenient flexible affordable and entirely online fill out a brief questionnaire get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge easy if you want to live a more empowered life therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com slash jtrain today to get 10 10 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash jtrain money can't buy happiness but not worrying about your money comes close that's where chime can help you smile more they were just named the number one most loved banking app with payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to two hundred dollars they offer financial peace of mind in your wallet all of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. See for yourself why Chime is so loved at Chime.com slash JTrain. That's Chime.com slash JTrain. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank, NA members, FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See Chime.com slash spot me chime was the 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the u.s according to apptopia jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com here with andrew spencer at andrew z spencer go follow moving to la i'm pumped for you man I'm moving okay here's a moving question moving in with boyfriend hi jtrain uh, Fe feather feather what's that that's the question? That's the title. They're moving in with their boyfriend. Okay. Uh, I'm moving in with my boyfriend this summer. We're both 28. What should I expect? It'll be the first time living with a partner for both of us. I've been living alone for three years now, and he's always had a roommate. So I'm thinking the move might be more difficult for me since I know my routine and can be a disgusting in peace. <laughs> also, any advice for keeping things spicy and not turning into roommates? Thanks. Uh, what do we think? Have you ever lived with someone, Andrew Spencer? Uh, I I've, I always live with room. I'm actually moving to L.A. with Justin, uh, who was on the show, the guy who makes all the faces. Oh, so I, yeah. And then yeah. Justin went on Paradise, and he got followed home. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, took Paris to Baltimore. <laughs> yes. That was no. great. I, I love that because I remember Justin left the show and you could tell Justin was there to have fun. He spread himself around on Paradise. And then when they showed up with the uh, who was the woman that came? Eliza. So Eliza showed up to be like, let's be together. You could see like, um, I have moved on from this. It didn't seem like he was ready for such a thing. I can't speak on that. I don't I mean, he's... <laughs> So what do you think? So you, you've lived with roommates, but never with a significant other. No, man, I haven't. Uh, I think that's the next step. I feel like I, I get it. Like I like I lived with myself. You know, you know when it, with like you invite someone over to your house, your house is pretty like not in good shape. That's when right. I clean. A day I clean, I was like, oh, I have someone coming over, so I clean, and now my house is really clean. That person sees it, and when she leaves. I'm like, all right, well, now I'm back. <laughs> right, right. I'll be back to my disgusting self. I, 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 I think that I think what you said in the beginning, and I think this is like the one thing I, I like the you know, it's funny because I think a lot of men will be OK being like, yeah, I, I'm I'm this way and I'm horrible to live with. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm this. I'm, that's not true. Let me let me rephrase right. this. I think. You have to acknowledge that you don't know what you're going to be like living with a significant other. And I think the awareness and, – and if both parties are okay saying, I don't know what this will be like, then it will go well. Because now both parties are going, I'm negotiable. I'm willing to say – yeah. yeah, like even this person writing in, it'll be the first time living with a partner for both of us. I've been living alone for three years now. He's always had a roommate, so I'm thinking the move might be more difficult for me since I know my routine. Okay, so now right. that's an important thing. They are aware that they have a routine that might not work for others. So you have to – I think the the hardest part about moving in is understanding like – Maybe someone's messy, but that doesn't mean they're a bad roommate. That's one thing they do that that you have to figure out. You know, maybe they're messy, but they're the ones that make sure, you know, that they clean the dishes after uh, after dinner. And they're really good at, yeah. you know, making sure that the, you know, that you always have toilet paper or they, you know, they're always right. getting supplies. So, like, you have to acknowledge that doing, being messy alone it does not make a bad roommate as a significant other. So no, I think the, 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 it, it's hard for me. Cause I live with a, 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 an, I live with a girlfriend for a year and for me, it was fine. I'm sure that they go, well, he did this and this and this. And it's like, you know, I remember there was one time where it's like, I would floss. And then I used to brush my teeth and floss and it would get water on the mirror. And it's like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, and they're like, they were just like, just lean back when you brush your teeth. Like, this is, I can't look at a mirror like this. And I'm like, and every time I try to lean back, and I, I realized that I was leaning forward when I brushed my teeth because I didn't want to, like, look at myself in the mirror, you know, naked. I Like, it was a self-conscious thing, you know? <laughs> What's that? That's, uh, I'm dead. That's funny stuff. So. Well, it's true. I was like leaning in because I was like, I don't want to look at my fucking fat body that looks like I the guy. You want to be close to the sink, like <laughs> no, I I was like kind of like uh, hiding because I I'm I'm like that. Like I'm close in because I don't want to spill on my shirt or anything like that. Right. 
that's why so i might get some on the mirror <laughs> to me i'm like oh let me hide from what's going on here it's a self-conscious thing so it's like you don't and and that didn't have to get unpacked until I live with someone who's like stop doing this and then I stopped and I was like ah, I don't like the feeling of brushing this far away I'm looking Correct. at myself I have to you know I can't suck in while I'm brushing my teeth so I like I'm getting self-conscious and I'm like there's and it's like oh and then I'm sitting there going fuck Jared you got a lot of fucking issues like and then it's like so understand that like your partner isn't doing things to get you. And when you try to unpack them, you might find a bunch of cockroaches of a person who can't look at themselves in the mirror. Like, you know, you have to understand, like, these are built-in traits and no one is doing things to get you, but it's okay to, like, bring them up. So that's my biggest advice to someone moving in with a significant other is, like, don't make what they do evil. This is who they are. And make sure everyone understands. And I think this person needs to under go to their significant other and hear them speak about it. And I would hope that they would go, they need to have like an honest, I think it would help if they had an honest conversation before they move in and go, hey, I don't know what I'm like as a roommate. And, and then to hear their partner go, I don't know what I'm like as a roommate to a significant other too. And then go, okay, but let's agree that we will talk. If you get annoyed, tell me. Tell me. Just let me know. Always key. You can never go wrong with communication. Because that's the thing. Just say, at the moment of annoyed, come to me. Right. You know, office hours are all day long for annoyed annoyed livers. How it should work, you know. (laughs) Right. But the minute you start putting things under the carpet and... Right? Like, I said annoyed livers. I've never said... <laughs> annoyed... What is it? Uh, in- inhabitants? <laughs> Housemate? Yeah. Housemates. Know. Well, if you get annoyed, bring it up right away. And I know it doesn't happen because you go, oh, this is small. Nothing is small because everything becomes big at some point. So I think that's the biggest piece of advice is like, listen, it might be small now, but then... You get a month in and you go, you're putting, and you spit all over the mirror. It gets brought up in this bigger fight that has been just packed away. Yep, exactly. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Andrew Spencer, at Andrew Z. Spencer. Pets and pressure to move in. Okay. Hey, Jared, feathers and feathers and feathers to you. I just saw you in Toronto and fucking loved it. You killed it here, and I'm so glad the tour is going well. Have a blast in Europe. Thank you. I saw you were uh, uh, looking, so although I don't have any crazy dramatic, I figure anything crazy dramatic, I figured my 28-year-old woman's situation could use advice anyways. I live in a quaint apartment alone with my 12-year-old cat. Having a cat is great because she's friendly as fuck to everyone, loves me like crazy, She but is still passive sometimes. And easier to clean up after than roommates. She was our family cat, but became solely mine after my mom passed away seven years ago, so there's some extra built-in sentimentality there. Yeah. Last year, I started dating a great guy. He has a steady job, a side business, creative pursuits, and an awesome friend group and family I love to hang out with. Despite his crazy schedule, he prioritizes us, and we have a great relationship, and I see a bright future with him. Eventually, I want to make the next step with my boyfriend, and I don't want to do so hastily. 
We had both lived with a partners before, me with my college boyfriend of three years and him with someone he was not married to but, for, uh, but with for 10 years. I think this is part of what keeps us patient before heading to the next steps. My boyfriend likes my cat but isn't generally a cat person, so I know that would be a bit of a com- compromise when the time comes and we would consider uh, living together. The cat is old, but she's got a lot of years left in her. How do we know when it's time to make the move? I really don't think both of us wanting to keep our own space right now is a problem. Do you think there is a limit on how long a couple should live separate or hold out before moving on to the next step, even when they know it's going to uh, it's going to be together? What do you think? I mean, first off, that guy was living with someone for 10 years. <laughs> right. So he... <laughs> He understands what it is like to yeah. live with a significant other. Yeah. So if anything, he'll know. Um, right. So, but and, you know, you have, that has to be taken into consideration. It's like, yeah. how do we know when it's time to make the move? Like this guy, time doesn't seem to really, you know, if you're with someone for ten years, don't get married, live with someone. Are you in a rush now as opposed to then? Like these are questions I would have about him, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, obviously, I'm not a huge cat person, but if right. he's already met the cool with the cat, I think that's a non-issue at that point. You know, I don't think he's just kind of all of a sudden not like your cat. <laughs> well, I, I, you, I, it's interesting that she brings up the cat, but the questions don't really get, you know, like the cat is not the problem. Yeah, How do I we agree. know when it's time to move? I really don't think both of us wanting to keep our own space right now is a problem. Do you think there's a limit on how long a couple should live separate or hold out before moving on to the next steps, even when they know it's going to be together? Like, she doesn't even bring up the cat in the question. The cat, I would say, the cat is fine. She, you know, and, and what she wrote is like, he's not a cat person, but he likes my cat. That's how I am with animals, too. I like, am the same Right. I don't need to hug every dog I see coming down the street. But if someone has like the fact that it was your mom's and she passed away like that cat has it has an amazing story to it that like, of course, your boyfriend is going to love and and be okay with. And, you know, he has his own relation with the cat. It's like I don't like your kids, but I want my own kids. You know, it's like the, the same can be true. I would say to this person. What I don't think they're doing, what I think that they're asking us, do you think there's a limit? Like, I can't tell you what the limit is on how long a couple should live separate or hold out before moving on to the next steps, even when they know it's going to be together. I would say you need to be a little bit more live in the land of I as opposed to we. Because right, right now, yeah, like, they're talking a little too, like, I'm sure this relationship's great, but he is his own person and you are your own person. Absolutely. Just because you're, she, go ahead. She needs to figure out if she's ready to move in, and and if she is, and she she brings it up, and if he's not, then there you have your answer. Um, right. And if is then you guys are moving in together. So I think that's what it comes down to is you kind of putting your your step forward and you creating. It's like everyone's always trying to wait for this magical moment to oh right. we're moving. It's not that's not going to happen. You just got to go and put your foot forward and. It start the process to get going, you know. You right. It, yeah. The amount of couples that are exactly on the same schedule are zero. It's like, you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think the biggest mistake she's making, and like I've done this, is like if you're talking in forms of we before it's time to talk in we, 
I think right. you talk in we when you're, you know, your parents talk in we. Your grandparents go, oh, we do this. You know, they're, I think right now when you're living apart, you're still dating. I think it's okay to go. I think this person needs to take control of their own schedule. Okay, Absolutely. when do you and and here are the here are the things that you moving in gets kind of like oh when is it it's a moving target I don't really but when do you want to be married when do you want to have children if you want to have children when do you want to be on the next phase of life write these right. things out for yourself if if you're like hey I'm ready for those things I'm ready for things to start moving if you're saying I'd like to be married within the next two years well moving in soon might be that that pushes up the timeline and right. so you have to let that person know here's where I am here's where because they especially boyfriend who lived uh, with someone for, for 10 years and didn't get married like this guy seems like he's pretty chill he's got what he wants so you know, yeah you right push on him because he he knows he's been there already 10 years right so he's not, yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta push the envelope on him and, and show him that you're ready and He's not gonna move. He's not gonna flinch unless you make right. Him. I mean, yeah. So like, and and what she's doing, she's saying, well, he's not a cat guy, so I want to make sure he's totally comfortable with the cat. And it's like, no, not no, no. Now you're. It's not about the cat. You're speaking in we too much. Hey, yeah. I'd like to be married the next five years. Have you thought about that? that? And then he'll yep. go, um, um. Well, no, I haven't. And then you go. Now you start. Now you're actually talking instead of making assumptions from. She's making assumptions. I don't think both of us wanting to keep our own space right now is a problem. I want to keep my own space. Start talking yeah. that way as opposed to, yeah. you know, we are okay with it. You don't know about him. You know him. You know you. You know him to ninety percent, but there's a ten percent in his brain yeah. that he's not letting you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> J Train Podcast at Juma J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with andrew spencer at andrew z spencer go follow on instagram you're on tiktok too same thing everyone yep every hand everything all across the board should yeah. i tell should i tell my best friend i think she's ruining her life andrew we get serious here i'm telling you uh, um i think uh hold on i'll read the email <laughs> okay Jared and guest, I'm writing in because I don't know how or whether I should talk to my friend about her life choices. Backstory, we've been friends for 15 years. She has always been a free spirit. She's really smart and resourceful and has always been exceptionally independent. Uh, she had a string of bad boyfriends, deadbeats, pathological liars, selfish guys with lots of ego, and it has left her kind of lost. She recently was let go from two jobs because of her performance. She self-admittedly wasn't working hard. Moved to the Caribbean after her last relationship didn't work out and immediately started dating a guy who she met who doesn't have a job. Has totally different core values from her, her words, and borrows money from her often. She also wants to have kids before she's 30 and talks about that often. She's 27. I'm 26. I'm genuinely concerned about her because she seems lost and has been for a few years at this point. I feel like she is self-sabotaging and running away from her problems by moving away and dating guys who aren't worthy of her. <clears throat> I don't want to come across as judging her because I'm really not. I just care about her and feel like she doesn't seem happy or fulfilled at all. Should I say something to her? And if so, what? Do I owe her, uh, that to her as her best friend? What do we think? This is a tough one. I, how I operate, 
my friends always check me. So I'm always checking my friends as well. That's the kind of relationship I would want. They yeah. feel like I'm on the path that they don't believe is who that's right for me. I, I that's why you're there. That's why they're your friends. You right. know, there's things friends will tell you and know about you that your family don't even know. So if you guys have been been friends for 15 years, you're okay to be like, hey, what's your what's your plan here? What's what's going on here? Um, but I also don't see you know I don't see anything wrong with what the free spirited friend is doing. Like I think she's living life and she's you know she's 27, not completely that old yet. I think right your life experiencing and I think she's experiencing all of that. You know, obviously working at that job might have not been for her. You never know what opportunities might come. Um, in wherever she's going, you know, so I don't, mm. I don't, I don't holding what she's doing as in a life. I don't think she's partying or doing anything hard. You know what I mean? I think she's still, you know, within the balance. So I think she's fine. right. Yeah. Drugs and alcohol weren't mentioned in this email. So we'll exactly. assume those things aren't happening. Right. I, I would say, here's what I would say. Like, you know, in moving to the Caribbean, like if someone moved to the Caribbean after losing their job, I'd be like, Man, good for you. Like I'd be like, that's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> but if someone moved to the Caribbean, here's the thing: because there's a lot of things they're saying about their friend that like don't go together. Okay, she's the friend is 27, and they're right. like, and they're like, I've lost two jobs, and I'm moving to the Caribbean. And then they go, I also want to have a baby before 30. And you go, okay, those are two different people. Yeah. You know, if you're 27 moving to the Caribbean, I'm not saying that you can't have a baby before 30. I'm just saying you might not have the baby situation yeah. that you may have dreamt of or thought of. And it's like and I think what this person can do and, and, and then here's another thing they did. I think it's OK to go to a friend and be like, I'm worried about you. You have said these things. Exactly. You have said you want to have a baby before 30. You said you you know you're lending a guy money who's who you're dating. You're 27. Like have you thought of these things? So like I can't because what what, what happens as the friend is it becomes exhausting to hear the same story in different tunes. Because right. I'm sure this friend is writing into this podcast. So I'm sure they're a little bit emotionally drained that every time a boy a relationship ends they got to have the you know the glass of wine we're crying and i have to take that in and then they probably give this person the same advice every time and then this person runs to the caribbean and finds a new guy and then they have to repeat the process of going through every roller coaster hill with this person and i would be right. tired of that so they, i think the reason this person writes into the j train podcast is they're like i'm on the cycle this it keeps going around and around. I have this friend who I care about. Uh, it sounds like she keeps making the same mistakes, and then I'm the person that has to keep you know cleaning her up a little bit. So what do we do to right. break the cycle? I, I I think like the one thing that they wrote in their email that kind of like jumps out at me is I feel like she's self sabotaging, running away, dating guys. She writes, I feel like she's self-sabotaging running away from her problems by moving away and dating guys who aren't worthy of her. There's this weird thing that we do that we, like, pump people up right, in a way that I don't think is helpful. 
Like to say like these guys aren't worthy of you. It's like, well, she's in the Caribbean with no job, lending money to people with no job. Well, you know, I, I don't know. You know, like I, they don't sound so different from one another to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And we do this thing where like you're a queen, you're a king. Oh, my God. These people aren't worthy of you. It's like that's not really letting them know the information they need to know. Exactly. The inf- the you know, that's going to help them feel good. You don't, right. you, don't need to, you don't need to feel good. You can just tell them exactly what they are. And right. And I think that's what I think this person needs to do. If you go to your friend, you got to say you have to stay in fact land. Yes. Going, they don't need a. I, I, you've done cheerleader. It hasn't worked. They're in the Caribbean yeah. lending some dude money. OK, so you go to fact land. Hey, I and, and also you have to let them know that you're not going to be there all the time. You're not right. this faucet that can be turned on whenever they need to be replenished with, you yeah. know, cheerleader water. So you need to say, here are the facts. We've you, you're you're in the Caribbean. You're complaining to me about this. The I would I would read back to them their own complaints. You've complained to me about this. You claim to want this. How is that going to happen while you're doing this? And right. let them talk. And it's like, well, I have an Etsy page, and you're like. Okay, and let them hear their own plan. Their, nothing makes me realize something I've said is stupid more than saying it. Right, you know, yeah, I, when you have to, like, when someone's like, so what did you do? And you go, well, I broke up with my boyfriend and I moved to the Caribbean and now I'm just, like, on an island and how are you making money? Well, it, you know, um, the Etsy page is really taken off, and you know, and and then they hear it and they go, "Oh, you're right. This is a stupid plan. This isn't getting me where I want to go." And you want to have a baby before when? Well, yeah, it's like thirties, ten days away. You we gonna have a baby in ten days? And they go, "Yeah, I guess I'm not gonna have a baby before thirty. You know, and then they hear themselves. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's. I think that's crucial to kind of just like re-explain it in their words. If you get them right. to do that, like I don't know, I can't understand, I can't explain it. That's one of the, that's probably what you're gonna hear. Um, but it's I, like, I yeah. do. Do you know how many times I've like told someone's like I got a new joke, and they're like, explain the joke, and then you start explaining it to them, and they go, well, well what do you mean? Well, I don't yeah. understand that. And you go, no, no, no. But you get it. And what you try to do is, and then you try to do this other, you just try to push them into getting it. No, no, no. But like, you know the thing. Further lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And and it's like, I think getting this person, so it's not like going to them and being like, hey, I'm judging you. You're ruining your life. It's like, and it has to be when they come to you to complain. They come to you to complain. You go, okay, let's, let's go over the facts. The facts are you want this. You're doing this. How do you plan on getting to what you want based on what you're doing? Explain right. it to me. Mm-hmm. And then they explain, and then they go, and then they hear their their own words, and they go, oh, my God, I'm a fucking fraud. I'm lying to myself. Yeah. What's your love language? People get turned on in all sorts of ways. Dipsy has invented a whole new love language, sexy stories for whatever mood you're in. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women, bringing scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voiced 
or voice acted by people of color. New content is released every week, so you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories you can read. I love this for our listeners. I love that you can get into your own sexy place. You can go listen to these stories. They are, uh, maybe you can explore new places that you never thought you would have wanted to listen to. That's great. J Train listeners, Dipsy is offering an extended 30 day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash J Train. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash J-Train. Dipsy stories.com slash J-Train. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Andrew Spencer. At Andrew Z. Spencer. Let's do another. You ready? Let's do it, man. Okay. Friendship advice. How can I pay her back? Dear Jared, soft as feathers, love this pod and you up. Both are integral parts of my podcast rotation. Also, your Bachelor live screams are absolutely hilarious. Well, thank you. Uh, Dude, it is my greatest pleasure. It's funny because I appreciate you coming on. Sometimes you can tell people are like, I don't get it. I don't like it. Um, and I like when people get into it because I don't, you know, I don't, I I don't think I'm being mean, but I can understand how people would think I'm, I'm yelling at the circumstance. To me, it's all fodder to be made fun of. When you watch the show, was it hard to watch? Myself? Yes. Myself? Yes. But I I mean, the bachelor world is more critical than anything I've ever been in. Like, and and I played football. (laughs) for years so i know what it's like to get grilled in the meeting room so like my my tougher in that aspect and also my friends we we do that we we would roast each other to you know like from lunchroom from some after practice so i've always been getting roasted my own so i think it's hilarious um and a lot of people they can't get under my skin when it's jokes right I, I mean, if they understand their jokes, I think they should be fine. Like, I think you're right on the money for a lot of stuff. I think it's <laughs> funny. You. Like, dude, it, well, the reason I started people, you know, people I don't like when it gets I don't like when The Bachelor gets in. Like when you got in a scenario where with with two women who are trying to date you and then you were kind of being made into this bad guy. That makes me upset. I, I don't think anyone's like a bad guy. Good guy. It's just yeah. what's happening. Like, it's, it's just the happened. scenario. Exactly. And I think everyone wants it to be a side. It's not like a you this side or this that side. I'm like, why can't you just like let them play out how it's going to be? Like it's no one's relationship is perfect. Like, right. And to have every perfect relationship, every perfect saying, everything done. So I'm like, we're all human. Like, do you do you notice? I see. I noticed. I've, have you been watching this season? Uh, I watched like, the first two episodes. Uh, I haven't gotten too far after that. Do you think that some, and I guess I, I'm asking this for Paradise as well, do you think there's an awareness of how the audience might perceive you more now? Like, are do you, are, do you think there's people on, because it seems like a lot of people are using, like, buzzwords and therapy words a lot on the show because they're yeah. like, okay, I need to make sure when this goes out, the audience is on my side and I no. am good and they are evil. Everyone does that. I, I mean, I didn't do that because this is not who I am. Like, right. I, I, I'm not saying anything's wrong with it for other people. Like, I get it. Like, I've never been, like, um, one to take that too seriously. I just know that 
there's one thing I can't do on this show, and that's disrespect women. Mm. And there's one thing I will not do because that's just who I was raised to be. Right. Obviously, I know that that's how the show runs. You know, like we we get put in such a corner on the show as men. Like you have to literally walk on eggshells <laughs> about what that you say one wrong thing, you're cooked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So like that's why. Like that's the only thing I think going in for for myself is where I I want to make sure that I maintain being respectful towards women, even if it's not in my benefit. Of course. And it's like, even to say that, like that should be the, of course, like that, as you said, that's who I am anyways. But it's like, it is interesting that like, like right now I saw that, uh, Clayton is like hanging with Rachel and Gabby and like, they're all hanging out again. And it's like, that guy was made to be this evil monster, guy for a lot of people and it's like now they're okay and now you know like they had to go through like people saying some like pretty charged things about people kind of dating in the way people date like the idea that you know you've been intimate with one person then you went on a date with another person you were intimate with them like that happens in the in the messy world of dating but when it's on tv you know people want heads on sticks they want to make sure someone's taken down it's hard no, it's it's a uh, it's it's so hard, man. Like you don't even know the half of it. We can get into that like a long like it's <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's so crazy how how deep it goes. And even like the whole like you said that they're hanging out, man. That even goes even deeper because not everything you see on social media is true. Like we can be in the same room and we do one thing together and everything's we're good, good, good together. But like not nah, right, and it's all like a. Well, there, there. Well, we have to. I live. You know, I, I was an economics major in college, right. and that doesn't mean much. But yeah, I know the word incentives is something. Incentives exist everywhere, and when right. you live in when in you when you're involved as you are as a lot of these people that go on the show in a social media follower economy where right. followers are currency. You know, you're making deals with people. So you go, hey, let's make this video of us looking cool and it's going to pop off. It's going to be on People magazine. It's going to get traction. It's going to get views. There's right. ulterior motives there that are not trustworthy <laughs> yeah. motives. Yeah. Well, just, or we all end up in like we, we end up in the same spot. Like if there's one bachelor person you're going to like at an event. Mm. And I think a lot of those those things are people meeting up at events that they're not not going to know they're going to run into. And then when they do, you can't be awkward. You got to be cordial. You know what I mean? You're not going right. to be like, remember what you said about me, this, this, and this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I could never go in and do that to somebody. You know, I'm just like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Good to see you. Oh, you want to do a video? Oh, that's cool. And then you move on. Like, that's right. kind of And, and Al says, us as the audience gets like a five second view and we're like, oh my God, look at, they're together. They're cool. They, oh, they like each other. And and you're yeah. like, I just, I made exactly. a deal. <laughs> exactly, man. You're just like, all right, well, we're just going to, yeah, all right, I'll see you. Probably never. Right. And, <laughs> and, but in your mind too, there's a little bit of like, there's got to be a little bit of like, oh, I'll make this video with you. It'll be good for me too. You know, like, you know, I'll put aside yeah. how much I, yeah, I think they're fine. But right. I'll put it aside because it's like, okay, it'll be a video that gets me a couple of hits and I'll move on from it. It won't yeah. mean anything. It all depends on like the the person though for me. Like, right. I'm, like I there's someone I really won't like 
I don't like. I I guarantee you, I will not be in that video. But okay. like, <laughs> so we'll so know. Any order is you just if, not if enough. And, whatever the case is, me can make me do that to some people. Um, it's just you know that's not enough it, followers in the world. Nah, nah, it doesn't even. <laughs> you, you'll you'll get you'll understand it, man. It's it's a it's a weird 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 world that I live in, uh, especially Bachelor Nation, man. It's honestly. You think TV is good? Mm. The off the TV stuff is is unreal. It's got like, it, it, so there's like behind the scenes stuff as as far as like the relationships and the like from the contestants off the show now, right? Like one's in the same bubble, so you hear everything from everybody. So I know everything about everybody pretty much, and the right. things that you and is is that's good TV. <laughs> but it's the you, stuff that'll never get on TV. Like you can't tell me like who's. Like, would I be surprised to find out who the like the real rabble rousers are? The people who really cause yes. trouble are. Oh my god! Yes, you would be so surprised. You'd be right. so surprised. It's it's because uh, everyone has to put on that TV thing, and the reason why they get good content off the TV is when we're tired. So we'll be we'll be exhausted, and then we're you know, but we have to be ready to do things, and you can't do anything when you're tired. I'm telling you, you right. gotta say something. Uh, so that's where you get a lot of the drama, but. Outside the outside TV, people create their own drama. It's it's just normal. Like it's it's beef on sight some of the times out here. So. Wow. All right, no, let's it, do one it, more. Let's do one more email. You ready? All right, sounds good. This is a great uh I I thirty eight female have a question concerning my best friend, thirty one female who's studying to be a therapist. This is a great fit for her because she gives wonderful advice and many people, including me, turn to her to talk things through. Now she is turning this into a career. I struggle to find the line between a conversation with my friend and a therapy session. It's important to me to find that line because I would want to pay her for a therapy session. It's a job, so it deserves payment. Until she has her degree, she can't officially bill me. Should I still offer to pay? Should I get her a present instead? Is my sincere thanks enough for time for the time being? All the love from Germany, see in Berlin. What do you think? They so their friend is becoming a therapist. They right. they kind of lean on this friend for therapy like conversations but it is their friend what should they do i don't think getting bill i don't think if you're talking you you can't bill a friend i mean i've gotten in this situation where someone's like i want to like you know they're like i'm starting this thing and i want you to talk about on the uh, er, and i want to i've had friends say they want to advertise in the podcast and i'm always like i don't want to do that like i i don't want to i don't want to bill a friend um i'm happy to like hey let me talk about it on the podcast yeah. <laughs> right? Like, it, it, like, have you had friends approach you to be like, hey, can I give you money to, like, talk about this on Instagram? Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. You can't do it. Where you cut it off. And it's almost like like your your friend's a doctor and calling your friend like, hey, kid, I, I'm feeling this, this, and this. You think they're going to bill you for that? No, <laughs> right. And I, I think... If I think and also you wouldn't go to a friend as a therapist because I don't think that would be a good therapist. Like you have to go like you need to go to like someone. Yeah, that's a biased opinion. You know what I mean? I feel like that's not you're not allowed to do that. (laughs) If I were you, if I was this person, I'd be like, if you sit with them for drinks and you're talking their ear off and you're taking over, if it's 80 percent of the drinks, are you being like, and my boyfriend won't do that, you know, won't talk to me. You've. Pick up the tab. I got drinks. You gave me your ear. I got the tab. That's that's friend stuff. When the minute you get into billing, 
that's like I don't think you're I, I, I think you're I don't, I, I don't know if this is the right word but like demeaning the friendship like no this person wants to be a friend to you too they're a human being who wants to be there with you right yeah absolutely J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com Andrew Spencer this was fantastic thank you man yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Everyone go follow Andrew at Andrew Z. Spencer on Instagram, on TikTok, all the stuff. I'm Jared Freed. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.